0: On today's episode, we're going to talk about the five ways to make your spouse feel super special. Do you feel special? I do. (laughs) When's that coming up? Right now. Thank you so much for joining us on the Couple on Fire podcast. This podcast is for couples, for marriages, and for families within the Christian community. We exist to help break the stigma that happens within the Christian community. We're talking about divorce, we're talking about addiction, and we're talking about so much more. We believe that all this is possible in this life strictly based on the power of Jesus Christ and his ability to restore us fully. Let's dive in. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Yes, uh, your television, your phone, your iPad, whatever is you're watching on, is true. We're actually live tonight. We've had a lot of interviews lately. We've had an ability to uh, play for you guys, but tonight we are live, live, live. Let's end out the year strong. I think this is our last one before the end of the year, right? Today I think is the no. 27th. So yeah, so this is the end of the year party, right? For the Perfectly Blended Podcast, Christy's face. is <laughs> Amazing. I don't know. It's so a new then the year face. New year, new year. Hello. <laughs> We're going to be doing that. So just saying. All right. So, you got anything news? You got anything fun, special? Anything you want to say before we get started? Uh, I officially,
1: so it's been, I think, five months. I officially wore no boot to work today. So we a regular shoe.
0: Yeah. If you've been following our podcast for any certain amount of time, you know that Christy had a surgery that went bad and she's, I mean, it was all kinds of crazy stuff. We're talking pick line. We're talking all kinds of mad, crazy stuff. And she was in a boot for a long time. And yeah, today officially you went to work without a boot on.
1: Yeah. I took it with me just in case. She did.
0: She had, she wore it on her back like
1: a backpack. No.
0: She's like, I have my boot with me. No,
1: I kept it in my car. <laughs> she's like, it's like I'm a my baby boot. carrier. Yeah. Like,
0: put it in the front. In right. Because, you know. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. So, yeah, she's boot free. Technically,
1: technically, I can wear a shoe. I'm very sl- I'm slower moving in a regular shoe that I am the boot. Yeah. So
0: your foot's looking great, though. Yeah. She's been is. moisturizing it lately, too. So it's. Supple and wonderful <laughs> in all the ways. Not that anybody gives a.
1: I'm in PT because my toe does not out. want to bend. <laughs> no
0: bending. Yeah, it's weird. So like the big toe, right, or the master toe, or whatever they call it, right? The big toe, uh, you know, the dub, the knuckle at that, that the here at the base. Nobody care. You guys probably don't care about this, but anyway. So <laughs> that part is supposed to bend, and hers doesn't really want to bend because of her surgery.
1: So got so much scar tissue at yeah. this point. So
0: so she's not sprinting anytime soon. Okay, no. but God, but has that's been good. My good news. And he has been healing her foot. Yeah. And so if you've been praying for her, uh, thank you so much. It's working. So we want to find out who's been praying so we can personally, financially thank you. No, I'm just kidding. But we are grateful. We pray for we God financially. Thank you. Special blessing. <laughs> special, special. Today, we want to end out the year right with five ways to make your spouse feel special. Listen, it is important. You want your marriage to be strong. You want your marriage to go in the right direction. You need to make sure that you're making your spouse feel special. Special. Yeah. Right. (laughs) It's not that we always want to do these things. Okay. Our desire isn't always, I can't wait to make my spouse feel special because my spouse is not making me feel special. We want to encourage you with this. You have to change your attitude with these things. Okay. We can't have an expectation. Change your thoughts, change your life. That's a podcast that we did before, <laughs> actually, but it's important that we understand our goal really is to impact and influence our spouse in such a special way that they feel comfortable, trusted in a way that they want to return the favor, right? That's the whole cyclical part of marriage is making sure that we're constantly pouring into our spouse, right? Mm, yes. Yes.
1: In so many different ways. Yeah. Love and,
0: languages. Yeah, so we have five things today that we really want to kind of share with you guys. And love language is not one of them. It's not, because we don't care about love language. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, these do these encompass these items. These do encompass love languages, though, okay. So let's just be clear. You could probably This attach- is a punch
1: list, okay? Be sure to be doing these daily.
0: <laughs> right. Get your pencil out to use a pencil or a pen or, or type on pencil. something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> or an apple or an apple pencil right we were just playing with that just before we got on today (laughs) yeah all the the new updates got some weird stuff too anyway so five things right so we're just going to kick these off listen if you want to take notes or you want to go back later hey you can always go back and re-listen or re-watch right so it's really cool you can do that number one is make time for quality conversations babe what's a quality conversation is it this no (laughs) no it's not this
1: no i mean for me personally in all seriousness It's not really a conversation. So, this couldn't count for a conversation. Then,
0: don't use it. Don't use it.
1: It's quality for me, though. Well,
0: let's hear it, girl. Let's hear it. I want to hear what it is.
1: For years, I come home from work and I dump on him, not even necessarily in a negative way, but a positive way, negative way. I just talk to him about my day and I have a lot to say. So,
0: she uses her words. (laughs) She uses all of her words. She does.
1: And he is so gracious and he's so patient every day, Monday through Friday. Every day, pretty much, though.
0: I'm not patient on Saturday and Sunday.
1: No, I mean, I don't have as much to tell you you about. We're together all those days, you know. So I come home and I just go through my entire day, basically, from the time I woke up to this, to that, to all those things. Fun things, new things, bad things, annoying things, all of those. I tell him about all of them. And that's quality for me because... It's like I get them all out and I, I'm i done with it. And then I'm like, tell me about your day. And then it's done. It's out. And I've actually noticed that if he didn't do that, I probably would be festering on a lot of that stuff for the rest of the night. And if he was talking to me, I might not be focused on it because I'm still thinking about all those other things. Mm-hmm. So he actually takes such an invested interest in my work and the things that I do, which is one of the points that we're going to do. So I could have used that on that point. But... That it makes a big difference in our relationship because he actually will talk things through with me when I come home, and that's for me that's a quality conversation. But I wouldn't say that's a quality conversation for him.
0: So how I find that to be quality though, and I think this is really important, is men, your wives want to be feel like they've been heard, like they're actually being heard on something. And so when we spend a lot of time in the workplace, uh, that's a big chunk of our lives, right? And so. Christine and I've kind of we've kind of set the precedent and it's like something that we just it's an expectation now, like when she on, is on her way home, she calls me whether her job is 20 minutes away or whether her job is an hour and a half away. She always calls me and I take this opportunity because I literally am curious about what she's been doing all day. And this stuff is just interesting to me anyway, because, you know, she's in leadership and I just like this stuff. Right. So it's interesting. But at the same time, it lets her know that I care about what she cares about because she cares about this stuff. And it is quality conversation, you know, and we do take time like when we go out on date nights or date mornings or breakfasts or however that is that we structure them, you know, we make sure that we're not talking about household things. Yeah. Right. We're not talking about punch list things. Right. We're talking about, you know, I love you. I care about you. You know, these are the things that are going on with me internally that I really want to talk about. That is quality right that actually is making a difference or moving the needle on us emotionally or mentally or even spiritually
1: and i think we go down and we talk about we do this a lot actually when we're alone and go on dates and stuff we talk about how blessed we are and we go through we do. uh everything that god has blessed us with even when we're going through trying times like we went through months with my foot where it was pretty trying i mean i was in the hospital i mean we had a lot of health things going on with me. Uh, He had to take care of wound every single day, do a wound um, change change and do a pick line twice a day for a while, things like that. But we always want to sit down when we're together and we start talking about all the things that God has brought us to through all the things that we went through together and how blessed we are, you know, that we've came through them and we always come through them stronger. And so that's quality conversation too. And we talk about like our dreams and Hey, in five years, where do we want to be? And Mm -hmm. we get excited about that stuff, you know, when we're talking about it. And I think that's good quality conversation for a relationship is to remind one another, uh, that we we still have hopes and dreams. It's not
0: just you go to work, you come home, go yeah. home, talk home. about household chores. Like, and yeah. You can't do that. And the thing is that w- why that ends up getting frustrated or like, going to a movie that puts a heart's up. There's no communicating in a movie. Let's be honest. But the, <laughs> no, I puts mean, a- talking about going to a movie, <laughs> Like we can talk on the way to the movie. The point is, though, that if our conversations stop when we feel like it's just mundane, right? And it's just not purposeful, intentional. It's not being, you're not being heard or listened to or you're not adding value or you're not hearing the value you're adding. If it's just about household things that are happening, that is not quality conversation. You got to be more intentional with that. So make time for quality conversation. If you want to make your spouse feel special, make sure that you're doing that. Number two, give small tokens of appreciation.
1: Yeah, it's Josh listed a lot of good things on here uh, that he thought of, like a bouquet of flowers or a favorite snack. A favorite snack is always a good thing. Okay. Yeah, I think that's overlooked, to be honest with you. It is. It is because the the fact that you thought of that, I'm like, oh man, that's always good. Like, I want uh, hot lava cake. That's
0: what I want. She wants hot lava. She mentioned that last night. I want a hot lava cake. I'm like, okay, it's like. At nine nine, o'clock. Nine o'clock. You can't just whip one of those up.
1: But small tokens of appreciation go a long way. And I do think like writing on note. Josh and I used to. We used to be very, very good about it. uh, Write on the mirror in uh, dry erase marker. Yep little love notes to one another or writing a small note and putting it where they'll, they would find it. That's always cute or fun in their car. Yeah, Will you hand me
0: my backpack right there? She's yeah. going to reach and grab my backpack. Cause I have something in there. I want to share Cause we're talking about it. Um, so if you want to keep talking.
1: Yeah. Just small things of appreciation go a long, long way, you know, for your spouse to let them know that you're thinking of them. Uh, I, I mean, personally, if you think of the time to, Send them a text throughout the day, like a little love quote, quote or something.
0: I mean, that is like beat up. I am gonna try and and not rip this because it's old. It's something that Christy wrote to me years ago, and I keep it on my person. We need to laminate it. it. Did, no, it's too late. It ripped. Oh yeah. Like anyway, so the point is, is this just got me thinking. Like small token of appreciation. Christy wrote Look at something how nice my handwriting was it's too beautiful but the point is is she wrote this handwritten note like I'm showing you on like I feel like it's I'm um, in a movie right you know the yeah with Nicolas Cage what is it the national treasure right this is gonna find you a map but anyway so I uh, right here's something she wrote for me a long time ago and it's super super encouraging I'm not gonna read it because it's personal but it's um. I want to rewrite it. You should let me rewrite it. Okay. But so. it's but it's such it's such a personal thing for me that I keep it with me. And it's like those little pieces of appreciation, little tokens. This didn't cost her anything other than a few seconds of her time to do it. But it means a lot. And we start talking about it, and instantly I'm like, I know exactly where it's at, and I know that I I used to get it out all the time and read it because it's so touching. And it, it Matt, look at her reread it right now and be just proud of herself. Cause it's so it's, true though. But it is. But it's awesome. No, and and I'm it's talking about how big of
1: a gift that he has. You know, and uh, it's just sweet,
0: right? Yeah. And it's and it's so we have to get away from thinking that tokens of appreciation is flowers or chocolate. On this, you know, the simple like that's just an automatic that's an easy thing go deeper than that really get into to the roots of something that matters christy wrote some stuff in here that is just speaks to the depths of who i am like to the to to my soul to my to my person like literally to me and my motivations in life and those things matter you know it does i you know i try to tell christy all the time you know like you're so great at this you're so awesome at this god has given you such a special gift and you work so hard and you're just You know, you're just being you're blessed in this way because you try it and, you know, you work so much. And those are tokens of appreciation. And I think Mm -hmm. we have to be careful that we don't get beyond uh, the small little ideas. We shared that in our group today a little bit about, you know, the details like we the details matter. Like we have to make sure that we're focusing on these things and it's making a difference because it does.
1: Well, a small token of appreciation, too, though, could also be like intentional eye contact. It's I feel like it's more intense it means more if Josh and I are talking about something and he takes the time to stop me for a second and if we're passing each other through the kitchen and we're just talking and we're doing all these things for him to say hey I need you to look at me really quick you know and I stop and I look at him yeah. and he really like makes an intentional time to comment or compliment me in that second. Mm -hmm. It really means a lot to me. It gets me like choked up and gets me all teary eyed, you know, when he does things like that. And that is a small token of appreciation to me because it means a lot to me because he, we are busy people and he is a very fast paced person. He is fast, 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 fast. So when he takes the time to slow down for a second, I picture him like zoom, 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 like Speedy Gonzalez kind of. And when he stops for a second, it's intentional and he takes the time to really focus and it's like nothing else is going on. Him just talking to me is the only thing. Uh, It means a, a huge, huge thing to me because even when I come home and I'm talking to him for that hour, I sit in the kitchen and he is like doing dinner and dishes and all these things and he's zooming all over the place doing it while he's listening to me and talking. So Josh is always moving, always moving.
0: Even when I'm sleeping, I'm moving. He, that's the truth. That is true. That's actually true. She's like you're he like he kicks and punches and everything else. I'm like I don't know. Maybe we we'll just have mini strokes all night long. <laughs> no, I don't know. You're fighting. You're fighting people in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. All right. So the first thing was make time for quality conversations. Number two is give small tokens of appreciation. Don't always think something that's going to cost money, right? Maybe something that's going to cost you some time. Number three is spend quality time together. Quality time together. I have a really good example of this, but why don't you go ahead and talk about quality time? So the
1: best quality time that Josh and I ever, always, yeah, always get—talk about it—is when we go on walks. There we go. Is that what you're gonna say? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. From the yeah girl. <laughs> I'm like, okay, he's not thinking of the same thing I'm thinking of. But it's going on walks. So obviously, we live in Michigan.
0: <laughs> Booth I'm done. So period. we
1: can't do that right now because we Blizzard are in the warnings. frozen
0: tundra <laughs>
1: yeah. right now. But it, when it's spring, summer, fall, uh, we can go on walks. There's a path that runs through Davidson. Most communities now have a path somewhere that you could go walk. Mm-hmm. And him and I actually, it is like some real awesome quality time because when we're walking we don't have our phones either yeah i mean just now when we were sitting in this room we had like 30 minutes between our group and this podcast both of us we just got on our phones and it's like 15 minutes went by and all of a sudden i'm like do you see us like, we had 30 minutes right now that we could be talking to one another. I'm brother. like,
0: I'm on my phone. <laughs> he did.
1: I did not. <laughs> he
0: didn't do that.
1: <laughs> but I'm like, see, we could be on, like, we were both just on our phones. And we are, yep. you know? Yeah, it is. You know, so last And you week, shouldn't be. You get to be on your phone all day. I really can't. So here, this here is my go. only time. Right. Here. So she
0: only gets to be on it when she's around me, so. That's right. So I should allow her. I should sit there and stare. No. So spending quality time. Right? So, so last night, Christine and I had an opportunity to be able to watch a movie and spend some time together. And we have positions on our couch, right? We have a sectional. So we have positions on a couch that are like our spots. So I'm at, you know, if you're facing the couch, I'm at the right side, she's at the left side. And those are like the core corner spots. And it's really easy to get in position and stay in position. So, Me as the man, I'm like, okay, it's my job. I need to get up. I need to move, right? Christine never gets up and sits next to me on my side of the couch ever. And so my spot
1: directly is facing the TV. If you sit in his spot, you have to be like this,
0: right? But my point is, is it's I need to make sure that I have an opportunity to get up and move, and I did. I went up and I I sat by her, and then I laid by her, and then I I laid on her, and then like you can tell, like you know, and now we're all of a sudden, you know, wants always wants her legs massaged. If I even get (laughs) near her, it's like, oh yeah, i massage my leg, right? So and that's fine, you know, it's all good, but this is time that I took an opportunity like okay instead of us just sitting here we're gonna watch tv together right which we really don't get a lot of opportunity to do that no so if we're gonna do this we might as well make it good like connecting touching holding like being by each other and we're laughing and we're talking about them we're talking about the movie and so these are quality time this is quality time so you can utilize the times you already have and turn it into quality time
1: and the reason why we're bringing well, we can, these points up, too, is because we can be really good at it in relationships. We can be real, especially in the beginning, right? When you first get together. But Josh and I have mm-hmm. been together for going on 12 years now. Something
0: like that. 12,
1: 12 years, I think.
0: 12, 15 um 15, something, I don't
1: know. And it's like, it kind of, you kind of get in a routine of things. And we love each other and we're best friends and we're constantly doing things together. But this intentional time to m- ensure that we both feel special and we have that touching time. Which we're we'll good to. And all of that stuff, that is important. And you can't, you're gonna go through eps and flows in your relationships. So if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, 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 I do that all the time, you won't in six months from now or yeah. a year from now. Yeah. So it's important to keep these on the forefront of the mind or revisit them every once in a while because we'll be really good at all these different points, yep. and then we'll be really really bad at them for months and josh and i have been pretty bad at these for a while all of
0: them she a- has been no i'm just kidding <laughs> no, i'm kidding it's easy though you get your schedule gets full and there's the boss <laughs> just both tired back <laughs> up but but it is right so you have to make sure you're being intentional with it and it, life throws you curves yeah it happens with Her my foot i had a rollover accident because she started a new job like it's all the, like my right? grandma and your grandma. You got a rollover accident. I yeah. had my foot for months. Yep.
1: Nala started having seizures. Yep.
0: Our Chihuahua started having and seizures. And it's
1: like, it. we just got into like schedule mode. Now
0: it's like survival yeah. mode is what we got into. And because of survival mode, we started missing making each other feel special and important and matter to each other. And I understand how easy that is too, even when you have a new child in the home or children are just running crazy in the house when you're constantly trying to manage just household everything. You got to hit the pause button. Like you have to do these things. Spending quality time together could be like what Chrissy's saying, a walk around the block. It literally could be, or well, we're going to watch TV for 20 minutes. Let's do it together. And like, let's be right by each other.
1: Well, and Jackie just said, I'd love to hear some suggestions for being intentional when you don't have a lot of time, like the young kid stage of life. And I'm going to use uh, our daughter, for instance, our daughter is in the same exact stage that you're in. And, Uh, Benny was having a very, very tough day. Uh, He was super, super fussy the other weekend. And she wasn't a weekend. It was a weekday. And her husband was at work all day. And she ended up, when he got home from work, the baby had been crying all day long. And she just needed a break. And she called her mother-in-law and said, can you just come over here for like two hours just so we can get out of the house and go out to dinner together? And that's something that you could set up with, um, uh, friend, if you don't have family that lives here, I mean, heck, I you could call me because if you live in Michigan, but Jackie, you could, uh, when you have a baby, to get a couple hours where you guys could go out to dinner together, but to plan that in, uh, so that you guys can go do something together, especially in the summer. I know I keep saying that. I'm sorry, but you, that's not a lot of money at all. Like you could go pack up a lunch and go out Google and park. have a yeah to a park it. and yes. And have a picnic together or something. I mean, heck, you could go to Sam's literally and go in there and get a piece of pizza, a piece and a pop and sit at their little tables that they have inside Sam's. I'm not kidding.
0: Like It's like going out to eat, kind of. Seriously. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's the stuff that you could do uh, to make sure that you're getting that quality time together. A lot of people, depending on the sleep schedule for the baby and the work schedule for – um the wife or the husband, it's what time do they go to bed? Let's make sure that we spend 20 minutes where after everybody goes to bed, we're both exhausted, tired, but let's just look at each other for those 20 minutes and just say, Hey, I really love you. What did you have happen in your life today? What happened in your life today? Just so that you guys start getting in the habit of doing it. Or if it's in the morning, some people both like Josh gets up pretty early in the morning. Now he used to not when like you didn't
0: stop till noon. Really? That's not
1: just. true. I just mean like really early. Like I'm pretty I'm an early riser. Like on Saturdays this past weekend I was up at like five o'clock in the morning.
0: Dumb. Do <laughs> you do that? Dumb,
1: But now he gets up around seven, you know? So if the baby goes down for a nap or things like that, you guys can make sure. And it's easy to get pulled in all the directions. The baby's down. Okay, let's do the dishes. Let's do the laundry. Let's vacuum. Let's get whatever it is out of the way that we need to do. But the reality of it is the dishes will always be there. The laundry will always be there. You will always find time to get those things done. We always push aside the time for our significant other or spouse. Because we feel like they will always be there and not the other way around. And that's not true. Like, we get busy, and this is the human being that needs the relationship. And we're all guilty of it, all of us, because I'm just like, I just need to do this real quick thing. You know, we just need to get the
0: dishes done real quick. Or I think there's a big tension, especially with new moms. There's me time. Like, I don't get any me time. Yeah. There's my me time.
1: And I think we need to. Because we feel like if you're breastfeeding, I mean, you feel like a cow. And it's like you're just, just, just constantly just used for food
0: but my point is is that we have to understand that everything comes in seasons right like your babies are going to be babies for only a season right and so understand that you just have to make adjustments to that and this special intentional time this real special time may not be 20 minutes a day at this point maybe it's 20 minutes a week just for this time but have or once a month but have that conversation talk about that conversation right have open conversation about that so it doesn't get ignored and it says hey I care. I really do. I'm overwhelmed right now. I need special time with you. And I just don't have it right now. And, but I don't want, I want you to know that I do care. And I, I want you to know that it matters to me. Yeah. And I know we're just overwhelmed right now. And this season of life is just heavy, but it matters. And carve out that time this 20 minutes a month is what you're saying. If that's all you can do.
1: Or an hour. I was thinking like once a month, you could do an hour. Or an hour. But Josh did that. I mean, we went on, my foot was almost a half a year.
0: Okay. It was supposed to be six
1: to eight weeks. And I started, and I do feel like generally the women, we, we are the more emotional creatures. God designed us that way. So it started really wearing on me down because I feel like we're men are hard on themselves, but they keep it in a lot more than women keep it in. We, we wear it more on our sleeves and it was just like, okay, I'm not able to help around the house. I mean, he doesn't even know this. So yesterday our dog, needed to get let out. I don't know, a couple of times she wants to go out all the time. And when my foot thing was going on, he was having to take care of me. He was having to do my wound cleaning. He was having to let the dog out every single time she wanted out. He was, you know, doing the cooking and the dishes and all of these things. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm so lazy. I'm such a lazy person. And then yesterday I'm walking around, I'm doing, I'm doing laundry and she needed out a couple of times. I'm letting the dog out. And one of the times I'm literally walking her outside and I'm like, see, I am not a lazy person. I knew I wasn't a lazy person. It was my foot. My foot was hurt. And that, I think that's what women do. We start getting negative self-talk. Like if I don't do the dishes right away, I suck as a mom. If I don't, if I can't balance all of this, my house isn't spotless. My baby's like perfectly happy and dressed in designer clothing. And I don't get every month the picture with them and post it on social media. Like all of these things that we're not the mom and we're not the wife that we're supposed to be. When all reality it's the dishes can be there. And your your husband is need, the one that needs it. And your wife is the one that needs it. Yeah. In our case, Josh does the dishes. So if every, something heavy was going on in our relationship and he was constantly like, I have to do these dishes right now over me, that would really affect me emotionally. Like, And I think it affects a lot of men. They feel like they, especially with the new baby, they feel like um, they do get pushed aside a little bit because the moms do take on a lot of that responsibility.
0: They do. And I can kind of speak to that. So one of the things that we had to learn how to balance with all of this in the beginning of our relationship is Christy did go to work and I didn't go to an, a, day, a day job, right? I stayed at home and I made sure that I had to get things done before she came home because I wanted to make sure that I was able to give her attention when she did come home. So still today, still today, I don't do house chores after Christy gets home. Now I'll pick up from dinner and I'll clean up and stuff, but even the dishes, I don't do them all. I rinse everything. Like, i real weird about that. Like, she's like, what's the point of the dishwasher? But it doesn't matter. That's a whole other episode. I like to rinse all my stuff, and I put them in the sink, and then the following morning, I'll put everything inside the dishwasher. And I do that intentionally because it gives us an opportunity to spend some time together. Mm-hmm. Now, I no, that's not speaking directly to the motherhood thing, but it speaks to we reprioritize things to make sure that we can spend some serious quality time together, which gets right back to the point.
1: And the community ahead. of people around you make a huge difference, especially when you have leaning on kids. people. Yeah. Yeah. You really want to make sure you have a good community of people. And Jackie, yeah, I know that you do specifically Agreed. that when it's yeah. really like intentional and you guys say, Hey, once a month, at least we need to, and we want find something that's not a huge financial burden too. Cause I know new parents, I know, Struggling. I mean, with the new baby diapers are expensive
0: they are. and air dry them kids. Forget about. Oh it. my
1: gosh. So find a community, you know, a person that you trust that, you know, could watch the kid every, you know, every once a month for a couple hours. So you guys get that time in or yeah. take the baby out of the home, like go take the baby to that person's home. And then you guys could just go back to your own house and spend time together there now i don't always suggest that because if we are in our own house we are like while we're sitting Dishes, there, yeah.
0: yeah that's what you get into that mode i would suggest not doing
1: <laughs> like don't you do just that. start thinking about okay the baby's <clears throat> not here let's get all this other stuff done yeah, let's work. unless you make it a naked two hours then
0: nothing's getting clean let's be honest <laughs> two hours <laughs> that's way longer <laughs> i don't know what you're doing for two hours Probably cleaning something. Okay, so the next thing we want to talk about is you need to really learn how to show physical affection. And gentlemen, I'm talking to you, okay? This is not what you think, okay? Physical affection is hand-holding, kissing, holding, right? Being next to each other. like Yeah, hugging, you know, rubbing feet, you know? Like, you need to do these things. Like, it's important. Your wives want, desire, and need these because it makes them feel special, Right. I I can't really say I've ever really met anybody that says I love feet, okay? Now, I love my wife's feet, right, because I love my wife. And I don't, nothing about her is in a way that I feel like I don't feel like doing that. I don't want to do that. I love her. So I feel the desire to please her in a way, and I know she likes that. So that physical touch, that's physical touch to her. That is special to her. She likes that. It makes her feel special. makes her feel loved. Right. Holding your wife and squeezing your wife and loving every inch of her in every way that's possible in a special way that makes her feel special is important. Right. We need to do those things. Yeah. And it used to be
1: when I was younger, I think, but um, now that I've gotten to my 40s, it's awesome. Because I feel a little bit differently about things. So before I got into my 40s, it would be like, I only wanted him to touch me in certain places. Like, I only want him to touch my legs or my shoulders or my feet <laughs> or my shoulder. Not my belly. Yeah. Okay. Nowhere around my belly. And now it's just like, I want you to love all of that. The belly. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Like, I want it yeah. all hugged and loved. And I think that makes a huge difference for women because- not that men don't struggle with physical body images too, but our society isn't promoting men in, uh, what do you call them? Speedos. Okay. You don't see men in speedos. Not in this country. You don't see <laughs> magazines being shipped to the houses with Thank all these you, different Jesus. speedos and thongs that men could be wearing. No, you, it is bras and panties and bikinis and lingerie yeah. and all of those things. And so women, and I do love the way that our society now is trying to, Make all women find a balance. of them feel included. Yeah. But God, ultimately, if you're setting it by the Christian tone, God wouldn't want you know all of our bodies out on display for everybody. It's supposed to be for your spouse. But it makes it to where we're getting attacked from every angle when it comes to body image as women. You know, we're supposed to look a certain way, act yeah. a certain way, be the perfect mom, be the perfect friend, be the perfect sister. So when we get our husbands that are showing us physical attention all the time and makes us feel like we are the only person he wants because there is usually a little voice in the back of our head when we see that magazine or we see that ad or we see that especially on social media now Mm -hmm. it's every other ad it seems like is girls promoting the squats in the gym from the back I mean they have to show you the back of them while they're doing the squats it's (laughs) I mean seriously so it's super, super important for that image to, to make us feel loved, but also to make us feel like you love our body. You love us after we've had kids. You love yeah. us as we're aging and we're not, you know, that 18, 19 year old tight bodied person anymore that you love and appreciate us. And there is that little core uh, connection you have in your marriage when you really feel comfortable around each other in your most vulnerable moments. Very and true. When he was having to take care of me with my foot, I had a pick line for a while. I couldn't get my foot wet for a very long time. Uh, I had to take baths and I really couldn't be with myself because I couldn't get the pick line wet. I couldn't get my foot wet. I couldn't have all these things. So I needed him to wash me in all areas. Okay. And so there is no good angle. Like we women feel like we convince ourselves, like laying in bed and stuff. We get in a certain angle. We look the certain way. So there's certain angles like this, That we kind of like are like squatting down. Everything's pushed out. It's like, no, I don't want you to see me naked looking like that. Everything's pushed out and squished. But in that position, he had to wash me. There was no good angle. And it really makes you, it's endearing. Like he used the word endearing. And as you're going through your marriage together and you're really... Keeping up with the physical affection and the touches and the hugs and the kisses as you're going through all of life together and trials and tribulation and all these things. And you have to get through vulnerabilities together. It really will strengthen your marriage if you can keep the affection up because your husband wants to know that you still want him too after all these years. Now, guys tend to feel like, you know,
0: we know the physical what guys want. That's a given. That's simple.
1: Yeah. I mean, some guys do want you to hold them, to hold their hand and hug them, but I wouldn't say it's to the same degree as women. No,
0: I definitely agree with that. I mean,
1: I could not touch him all day long and then be like, hey, you're ready. And he'd be ready.
0: I'm ready. And if he does. Let's be honest. <laughs> right? Let's go, we're cutting this off early. The point is, is that we need to understand that physical touch is more than just that, right? Men, if that's what we're looking for, that is what we're looking for. We need to make sure that we're making our partner feel special, right? And how do we do that? In all the other ways, other than that one thing, right? And in that, it works in a cycle, right? Then our spouses feel comfortable and they want to, they want to uh, make us feel special in that same way. And it's an important part. Physical affection is a super important part. It's not the only part, though, and we have to understand that's how our spouse's work. It's the last thing that uh, women typically think of when it comes to physical is the sex part. And so we have to think about men. We have to put ourselves in their shoes and think about what is it they desire? What's going to make them feel special? And it's all the things you just mentioned, mm-hmm. right? Making you feel special phys- in a physical way by not saying, okay, this is what I'm demanding out of this. This is, here you go. Okay. Are we ready? And that's not, that's an unfair thing.
1: Cause I think as moms and women, we can feel like, okay, I'm only wanted for food. If I'm breastfeeding a child or sex, yeah, you know, and we want to know that we're wanted for other things, <laughs> other than nourishment and nourishment. sexual nourishment, right. <laughs> right? You know, so I'm filling cups here, people. <laughs> right. So it's important for us to, and and God has designed it that way. God has designed men to protect and care for the women. He has designed us to crave women to our core, that affection and that need to make us feel yeah. special. Yeah. He does.
0: That's a big one, right? Hugs, kisses, holding hands. It's all important for maintaining a strong bond. Our goal is intimacy, right? We want to deepen our intimacy in our relationship. And how do we do that? It's about speaking into our wives the way that they can listen and hear and feel. And it's the same for uh, men when it comes to the way the women speak into the men physically. All right. The last point, right? The last point is you need to show interest in their lives, right? In their lives. And that could be their everyday lives, their plans, their interests, their hobbies. Right. All of these things. And we talked a little bit about that earlier when we talked about, you know, like your job, mm-hmm. you know, on your commute, on your way home. But at the same time, it's like Christy sometimes, you know, it's like, what do you got going on? You know, and I feel weird about it because I'm like, I know she doesn't want to talk about this stuff. Like she don't care about none of this stuff, but she cares about it because she cares about me. Right. She'll sit there, and, you know, like a deer in headlights and listen to me talk about some things sometimes that she could care less about or she doesn't understand. But or she- like, yeah, he loses me. I'm like. But she wants to listen, right? She wants to hear. You want to hear those things because you care about the things that I care about because you care about me. Correct. Right. I
1: mean, Josh loves me. And so he has an interest in my work and my office and all of that. And it was so cute because he's like, and my office is an hour away. And he's like, I'd like for you to, I'd like to see your office someday, you know? And so it's so awesome because it makes me feel like he really wants to, when I'm talking to him about my office, he wants to be able to envision, really know how the office is laid out and know for a fact, not pretend and make something up in his head. So one day we're going to take him down there. I'm going to take him down there and I'm going to show him around my office so he can see where my actual office is, Mm -hmm. where the break room is, where the warehouse is, because he takes an interest in me and where I'm at Monday through Friday, you know, yeah. Or sometimes it's going to be more
0: so. And it's nice because I have an opportunity to learn more about her and it makes her understand and feel special because I want to know more about her And the same in return. There's a lot of things about me, you know, that I do day in and day out. She's like, I want to know about those. What are these things that you're doing? Share with, share them with me. Talk to me about them, you know, and she wants to be a part of all that. It's, we have to share our interests. A big part of sharing our interests with the people that we love is also sharing interests together. You know, part of this is sharing interests together. What is it that you're doing together that you can share together? You know, hunting. Maybe one of you is a major hunter, most likely the guy, right? You're huge into hunting and fishing and gathering. And your wife is like, I could care less. Well, what if you did something in a way that you both could care about that or share that? Maybe indoor shooting ranges or something where you guys could share the hobby together where there is an interest, you know, or Or a switch game or something. Right. Well, I'm just saying more switch game or, you know, just get creative with it, though. You know, so there is a shared interest in those things. So easy is it for guys to say, I like golfing or hunting or fishing or, you know, playing pool, whatever it is. And the wife is like, I don't like none of that stuff. I could care less. That's great. That's awesome. But what if you guys could share some interest with that, you know, in some fashion? Right. And it's important. I agree. Yeah, it's important. Do you have anything to add before we wrap it all up? I don't think so. All right. So just as a way of review, we'll run through them real quick, right? Five ways to make your spouse feel special. Number one, make time for quality conversations. Number two, give small tokens of appreciation. Number three is spend quality time together. Number four is show physical affection. And then number five is show interest in their lives. Yeah, because you'd be shocked like how much your spouse does
1: about the show interest in their life, a lot of people would be like, show interest in their life. Like, I live with them. And it's not like that. Like, Josh consumes so much stuff. He listens to so many books, and he talks to so many people, and he has all these different interests and all these different cool things that he's doing and these ideas that he's coming up with. I don't I don't know what he's doing half the time with all of those things. Yeah, you and don't he, live in my head. I mean, you don't know. Yeah, and so when we and he doesn't always tell me like guys don't talk as much as girls generally.
0: We don't use all of our
1: words. He, they don't. So, until we sit down, I'm like, "Hey, really what's going on with you?" Then he re- you can tell he really starts getting pumped up about stuff and I'm like, "Oh my gosh." So talk fast. Yeah. "Oh my gosh." Blah, 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 like all this stuff and I'm like, "Whoa." That was a lot of information that you had in your head. Yeah. But it's important because especially for women to uh, for guys to listen to women, but then also for the women to ask the guys, like, it's awesome that you listen to me and I feel so special that you heard me. Yeah. But I also want to know about you. And don't don't get away with just being like, oh, I don't have anything, really.
0: That's not You're
1: true. You're not
0: trying. It's not. You're it's not, not trying. We have to make sure that we're making our spouses feel special. It's important. You know, if we want our relationships to get to the next level, what is it that we're doing? to make them get to the next level. It's not about demanding more from our spouse or asking for more. It's about how much more we can give, how much more we can offer. And we have to dig deep on these things. So these are just five ways. There's a lot more than these five. These are just five that we came up with that work for us. Right. And there's even more that we discover all the time, you know, that work for us. So I want to encourage you guys, you know, what is it that's working for you now? What is it that you struggle with? You know, share with us, put down in the comments, maybe it'll help somebody else. You know, uh, if you haven't had an opportunity yet, please hit the share button, you know, or like, and subscribe if you're on YouTube right now, we do these each and every week, uh, on Tuesdays at 7 PM Eastern time. Okay. We also have a private Facebook group. So if you're interested in being in a private Facebook group, just for blended couples, uh, you can get to that too. It's Christian, uh, Christian marriages for blended families. You can search for that right on Facebook. So you have anything before we want to jump off? No, November 4th, next year. we got to start talking about it early. Yeah, our event. We're our doing live our perfectly event blended person. event. Yep, is next November, November 4th, 11 months away. Yep. Only. That's right. Put it on your calendar, your shared calendar, if you don't have one. <laughs> you can go in our group. We just did a live about that. All right. Thank you so much for being here. We were really excited that you were here. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next week at 7 p.m. Eastern. Bye.